Mesechtes Ksubis, Daf Tzadik Beis, three lines on the bottom of Daf Tzadik Aleph on the Beis, and the Gemara continues and discusses various cases. So we had a simon, Aleph Umeya, Mitzvah Biksuba, and those four we already spoke about, and now we continue with Yaakov, which we'll see at the end of this memoir. So Amr Rebbe Bachama states, Reuven Shemach Asadal Shemin Shloi Bachais, if Reuven sold his field to Shimon, and he did not guarantee the sale, as Rashi says, Shloi Bachais, call Mishi Trenim Yadcha, that anyone that comes and takes away this property from you, I feel a bit in, and even if it turns out that they have a right to this property and it's bedin, I'm still not going to return any money that you gave to me. And of course, when Shimon's buying this property from Reuven, he takes this risk into account and he likely got a better price and therefore he understands that there is risk involved. And then, and then Shimon sold that exact same field back to Reuven, but he sold it to Reuven and he guaranteed that if anyone comes and takes this field away from Reuven, bedin, then Shimon will pay him back and he will reimburse him. And we continue, and and then Levi, who is a Balchayv of Ruvain, who already was owed money from Ruvain prior to Ruvain selling the Sada to Shimon, and Levi takes his field away from Ruvain, and really, if Shimon would still own this field, Levi would also have the right to take this field from Shimon because Levi's note, which had a guarantee and it was a mortgage, actually predated Shimon's purchase from Ruvain. And Dina, who the Shimon, who so the Dina is that Shimon would have to reimburse Ruvain for the loss of this field. And Rashi explains, if Shimon would have sold this field to someone else, let's say to Yehuda, and he would have taken responsibility and guaranteed that sale, and a Balchayv that was Reuben's Balchayv would have come, Vitarfa, and taken that field, of course Shimon would be responsible to repay Yehuda, and of course Shimon at that point would not be able to go back to Reuben, because Shimon brought this without any guarantees, and he took that risk, so even though he sold this back to Ruvain, and this is Ruvain's actual chayv, but we need to look at this as if Ruvain was someone else completely, and therefore if Levi takes the field away from Ruvain, so at this point, Shimon's guarantee comes into play, and Ruvain could go to Shimon and tell Shimon that you have to pay me back for this field because you guaranteed the sale of this property to me. And even though we're explaining that Shimon has to compensate Ruvain for any loss, however, the word mefatsi really means that Shimon has to save this Sada for Ruvain by making a deal with Levi. But in Hanami, if Shimon can't make such a deal with Levi, then of course if Levi takes the field, then Shimon will be responsible to pay back any loss that Ruvain incurred. And Amalei Rava, so Rava says back to Ryan Bachama, Nehida Achrayis Ta'alma, Kabbalah, even though it's correct that Shimon was Mechabal Achrayis and he guaranteed the Sada to Ruvain, but that was only if someone else that has no connection to Ruvain comes and claims that this field was theirs, for example. However, Achrayis Nafshem Mi Kabbalah, you think that Shimon really guaranteed to Ruvain that if someone comes because they're Balchayb of Ruvain and they foreclose on this field, do you think that Shimon really has a responsibility to make Ruvain whole? Of course Shimon didn't guarantee that to Ruvain and Shimon doesn't have to pay Ruvain back if one of Ruvain's Balchayb foreclose on this property. And the Gemara continues, that if Ruvain actually inherited a Sada from his father Yaakov, then the same sequence of events happens, that Ruvain sells it to a third party party that's not related to him and it's not Yaakov's son and he sells it to Shimon and he doesn't guarantee this Sada to Shimon and then as we saw before and then Shimon went and sold the field to Ruvain but he sold the field to Ruvain and he guaranteed it and then one of the not of Ruvain but of Ruvain's father Yaakov comes and and now that Balchayv comes and takes it away from Ruvain and he forecloses on the Sada 
In this case, even Rubber agrees that Shimon has a responsibility to either make a deal with the Bachoyv of Yaakov and make sure that he doesn't take the field away from Rubain and this way save the field for Rubain, or if he can't do so and this Bachoyv takes the field away from Rubain, then Shimon will be responsible to pay Rubain back for any loss. And the Gemara says, My time, or what's the reason? Because Bachoyv the Yaakov, Bachoyv the Amudami, a Bachoyv of Rubain's father is not Rubain, and therefore it's considered just like a separate Bachoyv that came and collected from Rubain, and therefore Shimon does have a responsibility. And Rashi explains this very clearly that even though Reuven received the Sada from his father, Biyurusha, however, we need to look at it as if Reuven bought this from someone else, from a third party. So, for example, we look at it as if Levi sold this field to Reuven originally, and then Reuven sold to Shimon without a Christ, and Shimon sold this back to Reuven with a Christ. And one of Levi's Balichayev would come and claim the Sada from Reuven because he had a predated lien prior to Reuven buying this from Levi, then of course, that Balchayev would be able to collect it from Reuven, and Shimon would be responsible to make Reuven whole, and therefore we look at the Balchayev of Reuven's father Yaakov in the same manner as we look at the Balchayev of Levi, and therefore, of course, Shimon has a responsibility to make Reuven whole. And Rashi points out, we don't say, the Reuven who really Reuven is stepping into the shoes of his father, and we should look at the Balchayev of Yaakov as if it's the Balchayev of Reuven, and if so, Shimon should not be responsible to make Reuven whole, because Bachrai's Reuven, like Hibbalah Shimon, as Rabbi said before, that Christ for Reuven's own Chayvis, Shimon would not makabal on himself. And as we said, this fifth case is called Yaakov in the Simon, since Rabbi discusses a case where Reuven's father Yaakov is involved. And the Gemara continues with the sixth case, which the Simon was Zakaf. And the Gemara says, states, Reuven, Reuven sold a field to Shimon, and he took responsibility, and he guaranteed the sale. And let's say this field was valued at $100,000, and the purchase price was $100,000. The Zakaf of the Milva, and they agreed that instead of Shimon paying right now, he gave him a payment plan, and he said, I'll pay you eventually, and he wrote that down in the Shtar, and some say it doesn't have to necessarily be written down in the Shtar. The main point is that Reuven and Shimon agreed to this arrangement that Shimon would pay him at a later date, as Rashi says, and prior to Shimon paying back Reuven this $100,000, Umeis Reuven and Reuven died, and then one of the Balichayv of Reuven, let's call him Levi, came to collect this field from Shimon because Reuven's estate did not have any kaka, and even if Reuven's estate had metaltan, but metaltan diyasmi loyv mishtabdu l'bachayv, and therefore Levi now came to seize this sada from Shimon, upaisi bezuze, and instead of allowing Levi to take this field from him, Shimon decided to take the whole $100,000 that he owed Reuven and to give it to Levi in lieu of Levi taking the sada away from him. And Reuven Bachoma says, Dinehu da'amu le'bnei Reuven anan metaltli shavak avun gabo, Reuven's children can really say to Shimon that you think that you don't owe us any money any longer, but the truth is you still owe us the $100,000. As Memonavshach, the fact that you paid Levi the $100,000, we really had a right to take that $100,000, and if you would have given that $100,000 to us, which is metatli, metatli diaspi loy mishtab and we wouldn't have had to pay the bachayv at all, and you didn't help us at all. As Rashi says, we had no shaykhs to the bachayv of our father, she'in lanu because in any case, we don't have kaka. And you should give them cash. And therefore, we have no responsibility to pay you back. And even if you were gone and giving the kaka to Levi, we still would not be responsible to pay you because we don't have any kaka. And of course, and you would have no way to collect your guarantee from us because we had no kaka and we only have cash. And once again, Amurava, Rav 
responds back to Rabbi Bachomo, Ipikeach Idoch, if Shimon would be smart, Magbilu Nalei Aro, Vahadagavilai Minayu. Now, although you correct Rabbi Bachomo that Shimon still has to pay money and he has to pay his debt that he owed to Ruvain back to Ruvain's children, however, at this point, Shimon has a very good Eitzah, he could go and give this Sada back to Ruvain's children, and this way it'll be a payment towards his Chayv, and of course, that has the $100,000 value that he owes to Ruvain, and then he could go to Ruvain's children and he could take this piece of Kaka back as Ruvain sold him this field, and therefore there's a guarantee. And even though, of course, but now the Yisraelim have Kaka, and therefore they have to take this Kaka and pay it back to Shimon in order to make him whole. And two points. First of all, Rashi points out, the Yarshim can't say, we didn't receive this Kaka from a father as you really owed us money, and it's as if we just bought this property with money, because Shimon says back to them, this only came to you because your father had a debt from me. And it's as if your father bought this field in his lifetime, and therefore you received this as Yerusha from your father, and therefore I have a right to take that back this kaka based on the fact that your father sold me this field. Number two, do we show my bother that we learned before on that pay that if Reuben lends money to Shimon, Shimon has a responsibility to pay back Kesef, and Reuben could demand that he doesn't pay him back kaka. So when Shimon comes to the assignment and says, I want to pay you back this kaka, Reuben's children should say, we don't want you to pay us kaka, and we specifically want you to pay us in cash. And that's why when we explain this case, we explain that Shimon came and giving back the exact field that Reuben sold him, and that field, of course, you could give back and basically say, I can't pay my debt, and therefore you must take this field back from us. However, Rashi clearly says that it's not talking about a case where Shimon's giving back that exact field, as Rashi in Diba Maschal Magbul Ara says, when he send him go and demand payment, he parlan kakabid mice, so Shimon will go and pay them back some kakar that has the same value of the original debt. And Rashi in Mesechus Psachim on Daflam and Alpha and Al states, Epikech, Zeh Shimon, Yitin Vyamalahem, he will tie in a to the Yisraelim and he'll tell them, Ainly Mice Lefreilachem, I don't have any cash, Ella Kaka Yeshli, I only have Kaka, Vinoislahem, Bechaybasam, and therefore he'll pay that back for his debt. And other Rishonim have different Halchem in our Gemara. And the Gemara continues, Ukhram Nachman, and this is going like Ram Nachman, the Omer of Nachman, because Ram Nachman stated, Omer Rab Bavu, in the name of Rab Bavua, Yisraelim Shagavu Kaka Bechaybis Avim, if Yisraelim collected Kaka for the debt of their father, so one may think that since this was only a Chay beforehand and they didn't have Kaka at the time of the father's death, so maybe the Yarshim would not have to use this Kaka in order to pay their father's previous debts. On that, Rav Nachman says, that a Bachayv of their father could now come and collect this Kaka from them because, as Rashi says, as if this field actually was part of the father's estate at the time of his death, and therefore the Bachayv could come and collect from this Kaka. And the Gemara continues with the seven simon, which is Sedaisav. Amurabba, Rabba states, Reuben Shemacha calls Sedaisav Lashimin. If Reuben sold all of his Sadais to Shimon, the Chayza Shimon, Umacha Sada Achzalevi, and then Shimon went and sold only one of the Sadais to Levi, Vasa Bachayv de Reuben, and then a Bachayv of Reuben, of the original seller, came, and he goes and he tried to collect from these Sadais. So Ratzimizagaiva, Ratzimizagaiva. Now the Bachayv has a choice. He either collect from Shimon or he can collect from Levi. And Rashi points out that when Reuben sold all the Sadais to Shimon, Zok Rashi Bishtar Echad, he sold it in one star. The Bishtay star is in Gavim Levi, Elam King Lakak Mishimon, Isish Lakak Murum Bachreina. In that case, Ruvin's Balchayev could not go and collect from Levi unless Levi bought from the last tranche of Sadis that Shimon bought from Ruvain. As if Levi actually bought some of the Sadis that were from the original purchase of Shimon, then the Matzah Omle. So Levi could say, Shimon left you a spot that you were able to 
collect from, which was the Reuven Sadis that was still a Reuven at the point that Shimon bought these Sadis, Kishalacha Chazu, Ve'en Zu, Bishibud Lecha, and therefore this Sada is not towards your Shibud, they're in front of Mechasa Bishibadim, Mechasa Bishibadim, because at the point that Shimon bought this Sada, so therefore the other Sadis were Meshubad to you, and therefore you have to first go to those Sadis and see if you have enough money to collect from those Sadis, and only afterwards then you could come to my Sadis, but you can't come initially to my Sada to collect the money. Now, two quick points before we continue with the Gemara. Number one, we know that if Reuben has debts and he sells some of his Sadis to Shimon, then of course, there's no question his Balichayv cannot go to Shimon and collect them from those assets. They have to first go to Reuben and try to collect from his assets, either from any Kaka that he has or from any Metaltalan that he has. In addition, if a lender comes to collect property, even from Reuben, who actually borrowed the money, so if Reuben has Idias, Bainus, and Zabirus, the din is that Reuben could give him Bainus and he doesn't have to give him Idias and Zabirus. However, of course, if Reuben actually only has Idias and he sold his Bainus to Shimon, so certainly Reuben can't tell the Balchayv that he had to go and collect the Bainus from Shimon since the Balchayv usually collects Bainus, but that of course is only when Reuben doesn't have any other Sadeis. But since Reuben still has Sadeis, so of course the Balchayv would have a right to collect that Idias from Reuben and he would not be able to go to Shimon. And the same would apply if Reuben actually retains Zebiris and he sold the Bainus to Shimon, that Balchayv would only be able to take from Reuben and would not be able to go to Shimon and collect the Bainus. And Al-Gamara continues and says, and we only said this if Levi actually bought Bainus, and therefore Reuben could decide to go and collect the Bainus from Levi. However, if Levi bought either Idis and Zibaris, and he left over Bainus by Shimon, so he could tell the that you can't come and collect from me because it was my intention to make sure that I didn't buy Bainus from Shimon since I knew that there was a Balchayv out there that was owed money, and I want to make sure that I left property for you to collect from, and that's why I left the Bainus by Shimon, and therefore you can't come and collect from me. And Rashi points out that if Levi bought Bainus from Shimon, that's when the Gemara stated that now the Balchayv has a choice of who to collect from. He could either collect from Levi, since Levi now has Bainus, or the Balchayv could collect Idias from Shimon, as Rashi says, the Amalei, because the Balchayv will tell Shimon, you bought all the Sadis, and therefore you now became in place of Reuven, and you're to my Chayv, and at any point I find any Sadis of Reuven by you, therefore I won't want to be my Triach Levi, as Levi specifically didn't buy all the Sadis from you, and he took me into account, and he left me a place to be Gaiva from you, and therefore I could even collect idiots from you. And the Gemara continues to qualify the statement and says, and even where Levi bought Bainus, we also didn't say that Bachayv could take the Bainus from Levi, only in a case where Levi bought all the Bainus from Shimon, and Shimon doesn't have any Bainus. And we continue, However, if Levi did not buy all the Bainus from Shimon, and Shimon still has some of the Bainus that he originally bought from Ruvain, then Levi could say to the Bachayv that I left you some place that you could be going from Shimon, and therefore you can't collect from me. You have to first start out by trying to collect from Shimon. And the Gemara continues with another case, which is the eighth of the Simonim, which is Bidvarim, on Abaya states, Ruben Shabbat Hasavu Shimon Bachrais. If Ruben sold the field to Shimon and he guaranteed the sale, for us about Chayv de Ruben, the Qatar Flamine, and then about Chayv of Ruben is trying to collect this Sada from Shimon as his loan was done prior to the sale, and therefore Levi, who is the Bachayv, had a mortgage and a Shibut against this Kaka. And Abaya teaches us that Dinahu, the other Ruben, that the din is that Reuven can intervene in this foreclosure action and as Rashi says for example if Reuven 
has a taina that you can't go and collect from Shimon because you owe, really owe me money as well, and therefore we really have to make our own cheshbonus, or I want you to swear to me that I never paid you. And of course, this would not be a taina that Shimon had, and since ultimately Reuven has the responsibility to pay Shimon back, if Shimon loses this field to Levi, therefore Levi cannot taina to Reuven, and I'm not trying to collect anything from you, and I'm only trying to collect from Shimon, and therefore you have no right to intervene as La Baldram Didiat. And as we explain, Mishum the Amalei, because Reuven says to Levi, the Mavkas name because once you take this away from Shimon, then of course Shimon will come back to me, Alai Hada, and since I have a connection to the case, therefore I have a right to intervene. And the Gemara continues, Ve'ikadami, and others say, Afilu Shloi Balchayis Nami, even if Reuven did not guarantee this field to Shimon, and Reuven's Balchayiv Levi is now trying to foreclose on this field against Shimon because Levi had a Sheba prior to Shimon buying this field from Reuven, then it would still be that Reuven could intervene, and even though he's not guaranteeing this Sada to Shimon, he still would have a right to get involved in the entire and bring Tainus against Levi, the Amalei, because Reuven says to Levi, because I didn't guarantee this field to Shimon. However, if you go and take it away from Shimon, certainly Shimon's going to have Tainus on me. As for example, I may have told him that I don't have any Chavis against me, and therefore Shimon will now have Tainus on me, and it will affect my reputation, and therefore I have a right to intervene in this case as well. And the Gemara will now discuss the last of the nights in Manim, which is Asikin, Amabaya, by states, Reuven Shemachasadul Shimon if Reuben sold the field to Shimon and he did not guarantee the field to Shimon, and people came and protested against Reuben and said that you really didn't own this and therefore you couldn't sell this to Shimon. And we continue, prior to Shimon being Maxik in the field and therefore having a full Kenyan, Shimon could decide not to go through with the sale and therefore not pay Reuben. However, if Reuben went and selling this field to Shimon, he said, even if you don't pay me, go and be Maxik in it right now. And once Shimon goes and makes then Shimon cannot be chayzah, and since Shimon bought this without guarantees, Shimon would have to pay the money to Ruvain. And as the Gemara says, Mishum da Amalei, because Ruvain says to Shimon, that in the Khanami, I sold you a bag full of nuts. Lemaisa, when you bought it, you decided to buy it, and you accepted all responsibility, and you didn't get any guarantees from me, and therefore you're responsible to pay the money that you promised me. Although the Gemara speaks about a case of Chazaka, certainly since we know that a subject could be acquired through a king of Kesef, so certainly if Shimon actually paid money to Reuven, then definitely he was coined, and definitely Reuven would be able to say to Shimon that you understood and you accepted all risks, as Rashi says, claiming that you agreed to lose your money, and you thought that you're getting a good deal over here, and therefore you did it, even though it was a suffix to you, if there was actually going to be a potential claim. And the Gemara continues, now that we mentioned the concept of Chazaka, when is it considered that Shimon made a Chazaka? And the Gemara explains, when Shimon walks around the Sada, and he puts dirt there and he stamps on the dirt in order to make a simon that this is his boundary of his field, that is considered a chazaka and it shows bailus. Now in the first lashon of the Gemara, it comes out that in Chinami, if Shimon bought this field, Bachrayis, then Abayi is telling us that at any point, Shimon could tell Reuven that even though I made a chazaka, for example, I still don't want this field and I'm not going to pay you for the value of the field because you guaranteed me the right to the field and now that people came and I'm on the field, I don't want it any longer. However, the Gemara says, Ikadami, we have another verse in that says, I feel nami, that even if Reuben sold this field to Shimon, then it would be that Shimon cannot go and decide not to pay Reuben, the Amalei, because once Shimon made a Chazaka, Reuben can say to Shimon that in Chanami, if someone takes the field away from you, then of course I'm going to be responsible to you, but but until someone actually takes the field away from you, and then you could show me that you don't have the rights to the field any longer, then I'll pay you back, but in the meantime, you have to pay me the rights
right amount of money that you owe me for this field, and then you'll fight the people that are coming to try to take this field away from you. And of course, if you lose it, I'll stand behind my guarantee, and at that point, I'll pay you back whatever your loss is, and we will stop over here.